Parshas Vayikra Shvi, chapter 5, verse 11, Perik Hey, Posik Yud Aleph. So we're in the middle of discussing the Korbonos, uh, the Chatos, that are determined by the amount of money that the people can pay. The Torah has enumerated those people who are uh, to bring these Korbonos, first one who uh, has denied uh, with an oath uh, knowing a testimony for his friend and he really didn't know uh, he needs to uh, bring this carbon then one who is Tome and enters the base Amigdash or eats Kachim or a person who makes an oath uh, for the future or the past, for good or the bad. In all of these cases, he either brings a sheep or a goat, a female. If he can't afford that, he brings two turtle doves or two pigeons. One is a chatos and one is an oila. And today, we're going to start learning what happens if he can't even afford the birds? So the pasuk Yud Aleph, the im loisasi yadoy lishtei seidim oilishnei bnei If he can't afford two turtle doves or two uh, pigeons, the heaviest korbanoi asher chato. So then he should bring for his sin uh, the sacrifice. He should bring the sacrifice for his sin. A series or efa, a tenth of an efa. It's a measure, a quantity of uh, soilus of fine flour. That's fine flour of wheat. Lechatos uh, for a chatos. Lo yosim aleho shemen velo yitein aleho levoino. He shall not place oil and not place this levoino, the frankincense, on it. Kichatasi, because this is a chatos, as opposed to an oila, which we learned earlier in the beginning of Ayikra, that if you bring a mincha uh, as a gift, as an oila, you put uh, shemen and levaina, but on this mincha, on this oila, it comes without, uh, on the mincha's chatos, because it's an atonement, we don't bring no Shem Levayna. So why? So, It's not right that his carbon should be a beautiful one, a perfect one. So therefore it's without the uh, trimmings, without the Shemen and without the Levayna. And he brings it to the Koyen. And the koyen takes off of it the meloi kumtsoi, the fill of his koymets. Those are the three fingers, as we learned before, over the palm of his hand. Uh, and then that is as askoroso. That is the remembrance, as Rashi said also before, the parts that is sacrificed remembers the owners before Hashem. So in this case, the one who did the sin, that will remind him before Hashem. The hiktir. And he should sacrifice this on the Mizbeach. 
Al Ishe Hashem on the fires of Hashem. Uh, and again, the pasuk says Chatos Hu. That is a Chatos from which we already learned out before that it has to be Lishma Chatos Hu Zochrashi Nikmetsa the Koimetz the Nikter has to be Lishma is Kishel and is Kosher. Shaloi Lishma if he didn't make it specifically for the Chatos, then it's Pesula. On the next Pasuk, the Pasuk will say, what we do with the leftover? In Pasuk Yudgimel, The Koyen will foretone for him for his sin, from one of these. Uh, as the Pasuk started off in the beginning of this Parsha, uh, but we'll see here what it means. Uh, the Pasuk says, Here's Me'achas Me'elah. He did one of these. These is the um, different items that are mentioned before that you bring this Korban Oyle Ve'yoyed. You bring this Chatos that goes up and down in price depending on the person's uh, ability to pay. So, Me'achas Me'elah. V'nislach Loi. And it'll be atoned for him. V'hoyso la'koyin kamincha. And this should be to the Koyin just like the Mincha. As we learned before, that the mincha is given to the shir, or mincha is eaten to the kohanim. Before in the parsha, in the earlier when he talks about giving a nedava mincha, see the Rashi. So what is it? Chipro vakoyin al chatosoi asher choto. So Rashi kan shino hakosuv. Here the pasuk changes. With regards, when he's bringing the mincha for his chatos, the pasuk says al chatos asher choto. Sharei ba'ashirus u'bedalus. When it talks about the wealthy person who brings a sheep or a goat or bedalus, the first level of uh, being poor, nemar. The pasuk says in yud mei chatosi. The chaponim from the chatos. V'kaan, and over here, B'dali Dalus, he's poor of the poor. Can't even bring the birds. He brings the flower. Namar, it says, Al Chatosay. On top, Anasin. Why does it change there? It says, Mei Chatosay. So, from here, our teachers learned out in Christus Chavzayin with Beis Mikan from here we see Sheim Oshir if he sinned while he was wealthy and he separated money so that he can buy a sheep or a goat like a Oshir a Korban Oshir and then he became poor so Yovi Miksosom Yo he should bring from the part of the money that he can stay stadium two doves. The same thing is if he fresh moist stadium. If he has separated money for two turtle doves behani and he can't even bring that now, Yovi Mikas Mikaso and so from part of the money that is left over he should bring a Sidi Saifa. Should bring a tenth of Aifa. So that's why over there the Kah Nemar Mechatosoi from his sin. In other words, that it would be okay for the Oshir and for the Dal 
to take part of their sin and give it to later on bring the lesser carbon. But what happens if he was in the very poor state and he separated money for a tenth of an eighth of a hash and then he gets becomes wealthy. So then he has to add and he cannot get away with that small carbon. Now he has to bring a carbon from a wealthy person. That's why he says, on the top of the chatos to bring the extra. Then he says, if again, uh, so not like I touched in the Posik wrongly, ma'achas me'ela, one of these sins, but me'achas me'ela means from one of these kaporis. So Tanashi, me'achas me'sholish kaporis, from one of these three atonements, hamburis be'inyan, which are spoken of in this subject. Oy ba'ashirus, one of these, meaning either he brings the carbon ashir, wealthy, oy be'dalus, or poor, he brings the, the, the doves or the uh, the pigeons, or when the very poor he brings the flock. So why does the Pasi have to say this? Why does he have to say Me'achas One of these. because one may think that the more stringent For them we should require a sheep or a goat. The Akalin and the least lesser offenses, you should be able to bring a bird. And the very light ones should just bring a tenth of a eifa. Talmud loimar me'achas me'ela from one of these. The hashveis kalin lachamudim. That equates light prohibitions to more serious ones. Likizbo v'sira for a sheep and a goat. That even for a light of veira, if you can afford it, you must bring chamurim. You have to must bring the kizbun soyro. And also the more stringent ones are equated to the lighter one. That even if you commit a serious offense, it's the same as the light offense. That just like for the light offense, we know you can bring a tenth of an eifa. Also for the serious offense, if you can afford it, you can bring a serious eifa. And that's why Ma'achas Me'ela to tell you that they're all equal. Pasuk Yudalat. Vaydaber Hashem el Moshe Leimer, and Hashem speaks to Moshe saying, Again, there was the Vayikra, apparently before that, Lashon Chiba, as Rashi says, called Dibris, in the beginning. And, uh, again, I've asked many times, was this at a different time? Was he ready by the Oyel Moyed, or he had to come there again? Uh, there was parsha. that's within a parsha that Rashi said before, but what is this every Vaydaber? So Vaydaber Hashem and Moshe later. So Hashem speaks to Moshe saying, Posik Tazvo, Nefesh Kisimoel Mal. And here the Posik is going to start with a new uh, type of a carbon for a particular kind of a sin. Of a sin. So here we have that a person violated a mal, uh, 
a trespass, a trespass, um, which means that the choto bishgogo mikotche Hashem it sinned accidentally by benefiting from the kotche Hashem, as we'll see in Rashi. So what Rashi is teaching over here that it means there was a change. A change meaning that instead of a mal means that there is a change take place that instead of this item being the Kochi Hashem, he is benefiting, the person is benefiting from it. I don't know if Rashi is trying to say you something more than just that there is a a touch of the word mal, as opposed to trying to teach us over here that there has to be a shinui or something. Rashi is telling us that it is a change, changing from its uh, place of kedusha of kach Hashem into the that is the meaning of the word mal. So we say in Divrayom Malav Perikei Paschafei. Vayimalu belikeya vaysehem vayiznu achrelikeya meorit. So we see that they changed. Their mal was leaving the god of their fathers, and they followed the god of the nations of the world. So we see mal means a violation that connotates leaving and changing to something different. So the mal, the violation, is such that she exchanged her husband uh, to have a relationship with a, another person, another man. Pasuk continues, It uh, accidentally sinned of the holiness of Hashem. What does it mean that it did? Because he benefited from Hegdash. Because when the Pasik says that it's sinned by te- using Kotche Hashem, where was he warned not to uh, benefit from Kotche Hashem? Dr. Ashi, Nemar Khan. So there says the word chait over here, and it says chait by truma. In Vayikru Chabay's Posik test, Vallayisu Olaf chait. The Posik Layisu Olaf chait is talking about the Koyen not eating the truma while he is tummy. But later on, in the next Pasuk Yud, it says, V'cholzor l'yoychal koydash, that every non-koyen, nazar, should not eat the koydash. So, because of the Gzereshov, here it says, V'chot o'bishgoga, there it says, Chet by Truma. And Malal on Hizir, over there, there's a warning, Zor l'yoychal, so there's also a warning. So just like over there, there is a warning against by truma against a czar eating truma here too. There is a warning, even though we don't find the beferish posik a prohibition. There is a warning from the chait of the against eating um, 
against uh, against Kodesh, just like by Truma. So the Gemara, so the Rashi says, But over there, the uh, warning that the Torah says over there says specifically, and. Maybe it only applies when you eat the kachin, just like over there. Only if you eat Talmud That's why the pasuk says Timel Mal. Think Rashi means because it says to Tim Oil Mal. If it would have just says Timel Nefesh Kis Timel V'Chotam Bishgoga, we could have meant only Oichel. But since it says Timel Mal. That is coming to include that also benefiting, which is not only eating, but also benefiting is something which he is warned. And our Pasik is just coming to tell us the penalty for Nefesh Kisimil Mal. Like this is an ancient Elin Kemazirin. There has to be a warning in the Torah against before the Torah would. Uh, to the punishment of a Chota Bishgogah. I'm just wondering, um, to look in the, in the beginning, when we talk about the Nefesh Kisechot of Shama Koil Ola, where is the uh, warning for that? Um, that in Lo Yagid Vinos Avoinam, this is one of the warning what the Gemara says, trying to remember. Um, the, um, uh, because it seems here too the same Rashi's argument, the Heichin Hizer. I mean, the the the, the Inyan of Tuma we know, but where is the Azhore against the Yagid Vinosa Um And the Torah says Nefesh Kisechto. This cannot be the source, Lechayra, because that's the meaning. The Heichin Huzar. We cannot say the Nefesh Kisechto. That this is the source, because this is already the punishment of here. Because if this could be the source, so why can't why can't it be the source over here too? Nefesh kisimel mal v'chotam b'shgam katz yashem. That means that it has to be as horror Besides, when the pasuk comes to tell you what happens when you have sinned, that's the inyanshin alinkim azhirin. In this case, it's the not a punishment; it's a carbon that he brings. Just trying to figure this out. Uh, how this 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 fits in over? Go weiter. Mikotche Hashem. Koche Hashem says Rashi Ham Yuchodim Lashem. So this Timel Mal is talking about specifically those are Meyuchod for Hashem only for Hashem. Yotzu Kochim Kalim. This takes out, exempts Kochim Kalim. Kochim Kalim. Uh, are not considered miyuchad la Hashem. Uh, no, because by kochin, by kochin govoya, by the by the karbonis, I mean, we're saying mishulchan govoya kazochu that even when the zichre kahuna eat the kochi avaya, they're eating mishulchan govoya. Uh, 
we have the famous Rabbi Yishaglili who says that Kachim Kalim is Mom and Bailin. But I don't know if this is connected uh, how we learn out that Kachim Kalim. Mi Kachi Havaya in the Gor Poshet. Kachi Havaya means those are Meyuchad Lashem. And the reason they're called Meyuchad Lashem is because they have the extra requirement, they have to be eaten in the Azorah, and that's why it's Kocha Hashem. Kochim Kalim is Bechom, they're eaten in all of Yerushalayim, it's eaten uh, to the uh, uh, to, to more people, not only Zichre Kuhuna, as we say in the morning davening, Kochim Kalim, uh, that they're eaten to, to all the, the to all to all the, the people mentioned over there. So that is not Miyuchad Lashem. So if we have to make a distinction, Hashem, there has to be some. So it's a difference between Kachim Kal, Kachim Kadoshim, and Kachim Kalim. Without going into exactly what is the status of the Kachim Kadoshim in Hashem as opposed to Kachim Kalim, whether it's Mamagavaya or not, I don't think that this is, we have to go into that. But anyways, I'm not really sure. We'll go right there. Then it says, Ayil Tomim. So what does he bring to Hashem? He brings a whole a ram. Ayil. The word ayil, zoktrashi loshon koshe, that's a language of hard, hardened already. That's talking about an older sheep that's coming from the sheep. Kemoi, like we find the loshon ayil in Yecheskel Yudzayin, Poskid Gimel Ves, Eileoretz Lokach. Over there he's talking about the... Uh, the the important people, the difficult people, or so the hard people he took. Afkan Kosha, this also means hard. Ayil is a hardened, which ben shteishonim. As opposed to a sheep, when we say a sheep, or that means tsoin. Uh, a tsoin could mean a young. An ayil means a two-year-old. Be'erkicha uh, so that the ayil has to be valued, kesef uh, shkolim, it has to be valued at least two shkolim. It has to be worth two sloim. I guess minimally two sloim. B'shekel hakodesh. This is the. In the holy shekel, two shekels. In the holy shekels, as Rashi said before, that the holy shekel is double than the shekel shel choil. So the Torah says, "Give the shekel hakodesh," and that should be for an oshom. So the oshom has to be two shkolim. Just um, uh, wondering, what happens if there is a big sale and things are sold for less, but? Apparently, it means that it has to be a. a um, it has to be a valuable. But Shaila is, how could you really put a value on on prices uh, without knowing what they go for? So, if let's say in the Torah times when the Torah is writing, there is a certain defined price for a. Regular ayil or an ayil tomim, a good ayil would go for skesem shkolim. But if the prices change totally around, uh, 
then it has to be worth two shkolim. I mean, the Xeris HaKosov can't work, then it has to be minimally worked, uh, it can't be more, because that's not up to the person, that's the value of the price. The fact that the Torah needs to give a price, it's a price for minimal, would seem, but um, it would almost seem that if it's a time which it's sold for uh, a lot more money, say, as the assumption is that, you know, with the uh, like today, nowadays, it probably sells, everything sells for a lot more than the two silver shekels. I mean, although two silver shekels is not something to sneeze at either. Um, it's in a, you know, it's, 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 it's weight in silver, and it's, it, it has definitely a lot of value to it, but, um, yet the whole idea of taking and putting a value when, uh, and when it's uh, uh item which is priced according to each time differently. In any event, this is the uh says and that what he has sinned and taken benefit from the Kodesh. So he benefited. How did he benefit? Either he ate it or he had a Noah. As she said, even Noah, he took it somehow. So the actual thing that he took, he has to yishalim. He has to pay. Uh, and he has to take a fifth. A fifth of it, he has to add yes of all of it. He has to add a fifth of the value. And he has to give that fifth to the coin. But when he gives it to the Koyan, doesn't mean that he gives it to the Koyan, that the Koyan gets to keep it like like certain, like the Shior Amenoches or the other Matanas of the Kohuna. The Nosen Oisen La Koyan, he gives the, both he gives, he gives the principal and the fifth, he gives to the Koyan. And the Koyan passes it along to Hagdish. The Nosen Oisen La Koyan, the Koyan, Yechaper Olav, the coin will atone for him Be'el Ha'oshom in that ayil that he brought for an Oshom V'nislachlo will be forgiven to him V'eis ha'shel choto min ha'koydesh yishalim So K'tanashi Kerem v'choymish la'hegdesh He pays both Side the principal and side the fifth goes to Hegdesh The chodom, even though it's mashmalu in the posseg V'eis ha'shel choto min ha'koydesh yishalim and then the fifty gives to the koyin, sort of the, from the koyin she pays to the hegdish, and the fifty will give to the koyin. Says Rashi, no, that kerem v'chaimish, both of them go to the hegdish, but he gives it to the koyin, and then the koyin forgives me'ila osham, or maybe v'sashachotu min hakoyin mishalim v'chmiyosu alav to hegdish. V'nosan oisoy is going back on the previous posik of the ayil tomin. V'nosan oisoy, the ayil tomin, he gives la koyin. To Pasik Yudzayin. And um, I just realized that we skipped one Rashi a few psukim ago. Uh, that's in the Rashi in Pasik Yud Gimel that I wanted to make up now before we go fighter. Um, that is talking about the, that's the last Pasik, uh, talking about the Minchas Choyte. Uh, when an individual makes a, does a sin, the Pesach says there, the chipper olav hakoyin al chatosa asher chotem me'achas me'ela, the koyin will atone for him for his sin that he sinned of one of these, and he's be forgiven to him. And then it says it ends the Pesach, 
that that will be to the koyin just like the mincha. So what does this mean? Voice la koyin kamincha. Says Rashi, This is coming to teach you about the mincha of the one who sins, who brings a mincha. So whatever is left over, the koymets you bring on the mizbeach, you you burn it as an offering, and what's left over goes to the koyin. That means la koyin. It should be like the mincha, like we learned before, that when one brings a minchas nedava. But the Rashi brings another pshat. But I've been saying the Darshu and our teachers learned in Teres Koinim that in Menachos v'hoisol la'koyin kamincha. That means. That if the sinner, the one who made the mistake, is a koyin, then he's bringing the karm mincha to hey, then it should be kishar minchas nidvas koyin. So this should be for the koyin who's bringing karm chatos, like the other mincha. Because when a koyin gives a nedava uh, mincha, then, as opposed to the other minchas, which the shireha nechalim la kahanim, leftovers eaten by the kahanim, over there it's all burnt on the mizbeach. Shehu bekalul tia leyteichal. That the pasuk says later on that it's totally burnt and you should not be eaten. And the pasuk is saying over here, v'hoisol akoyin the korban chatos. If it's brought for a koyin, it should be like a mincha, just like his mincha, just like his mincha is burnt here too. It'll be burnt and ain't shira nechali. So in it looks like you need both in the even in the pashtus in yana because you need to first know what happens with the mincha of the ordinary uh, person. Uh, this is the place where the pshat lakoyin kamincha that shira nechali. Um, otherwise, what does it say that Shira Nechalim? Before we say that what happens to the Koyin is that it's not, that it's, it's Kalil, you have to know that the regular is Shira Nechalim. Uh, otherwise, maybe the other ones, maybe the regular ones is also Nisrafim. Uh, uh, if it's a Chatos, we only know it by an Eilah. So, it follows the Pshat. That it belongs to the Mincha. We learn out another thing that by the Koyin, it's going to be, if it's a coin's chatos, it will be kolil, totally. Okay, let's go, totally burnt. Let's go now to the posik where we're up to, posik yud zayin. So, after this, the posik talked about uh, a one who is moil in Hegdash, the carbon that he brings. Now we're talking about when a person um, is unsure whether he actually violated the prohibition. He's a Sophic. Um A little bit, uh, why does the Torah have to look into Rashi, I don't know, says it in the Pashtas, but why does the Torah talk first about Shvi begins with the Korban Oil of Yodid, uh, and then... The Pasik talks about Namatim Omal, and then it talks about a Sufic uh, violation. 
it almost belongs right in the beginning of after Shishi, after we learned the din of Karmel Chatos, should finish up with the din of Karmel Chatos. What is the din of a Suffolk Karmel Chatos? But the, after the Torah finishes the din of Chatos, the Torah goes into the Karmel Yodid, and then the Torah goes in also to the uh, um Simel Mal, the Indian of Mi'ila in Hagdish, the Kadi you bring, the carbon, and then it goes back to a Sophic Aver. If a person uh, commits a sin, and it does one of all the commands that Hashem commanded, you shall not do. He does one of the things that Hashem said not to do. But in this case, he didn't mamish do it, v'loyoda. V'loyoda means he doesn't know. He's not sure if he did one of the things. Yet, v'osha. V'nosa avoyne. He'll be guilty, and he shall bear his sin, and the Pasik tells you, v'hevi, that he has to go ahead and bring an osha. An ayil tamim, that's the Ashim Tali. Says Rashi, Velo Yoda, Vashem. And then the Pasik continues behaving the next Pasik. So Rashi, Hainyan Azeh, Medaber, this subject matter is speaking with Misha Bo, Sophie Kodesh Liyodi. There is a doubtful Kodesh. He's not sure if he's. Really, but it's a doubtful chorus. Had it been a vaday chorus, b'shoyig he'd have to bring a chafas. But this is a sofik chorus. He doesn't know how if he transgressed it or not. Kegoyin, for example, chaylev v'shumon l'fono. He has in front of him two types of fats. The chaylev is the prohibited fast, and the shumon is the kosher fats. So he has. Non-kosher and kosher friends in front of him, but he unknowingly because he thinks he didn't know that one is kosher and one is not. He thought that they're both permissible, and therefore he didn't look into them. He ate one of them. He ate one piece. So then they come and tell him. Then he finds out that one of them was not kosher. So now he's not sure which one he ate. He's not sure had he eaten the non-kosher one. So it's a sofik. Maybe then that person brings an oshem totu. Uh, brings a hanging oshem. Umegin alav. And it protects on him. For as long as he doesn't know that he has sinned. For sure. In other words, somebody will come and tell him, as long as he doesn't know, that is his karma, that is his kapor. But if he finds out later on, then he should bring a chatos later on. And Rashi, in the next possible, will bring the example uh, that when the... Um, even though uh, 
for now it protects, but at the end he has to bring a chaptos. Rashi brings an example from the Egla Arufa, which atones for the people for as long as they don't know who the one that killed. But even if after they brought the Egla Arufa, then they found out who the killer was, they have to punish him for his punishment. So this is only a temporary till you find out. Um, we'll see in the uh, in the next Rashi. Now the Pesach says, mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't know, he's guilty and he carries his sin. So this is, seems a, a very uh, a, a very serious offense. I mean, the Torah tells him that he's accountable. Not only doesn't did he do it by accident, but he's not even sure if he does something by accident. And yet the Torah says, "We know something." So Rashi is going to see. This tells us how far uh, and how careful we must be uh, in making sure that we don't transgress, because even on a doubtful accident, the Torah obligates us. And the Rebbe points out in the Sikhs that, in a way, the whole carbon process comes for a shoygik. Sometimes people may excuse a shoygik, say an accident. Why should he even have to bring a carbon? Most carbonists are exception of the... Uh, Shvuas Haedus or the Shvuas Apikodin will learn uh, later on. They're even amazed, but all the Karbonas are brought only Beshoigik. So, why would one who does a Shoigik have to bring a Karbon? It's an accident. And then on top of that, when a person is not even sure, he also has to bring a Karbon. And actually, his Karbon is more expensive even. Than the carbon of a real chatos. Chatos itself, one can get over the, the, the ocean call we learn next possibly needs to be two, two slime, two shkolim, which is 48 danka, and the, the, the carbon chatos, two danka is enough. So it's like a lot, lot more expensive. And the Rebbein Yonah explains, the Rebbein brings down that people. Uh, when they're not sure they sin, they don't really do teshuva so much. But there has to be something, the Rebbe says, also by the Avera itself, that the blemish that is caused by a definite sin, uh, and uh, the fact that it's cheaper to correct it by a cheaper carbon, means that the, in some way there is a deeper um, offense, a deeper blemish by even a suffix. The Rebbe explains that the the reason why an accident has to bring a carbon bechlal is because accidents happen because the person is involved in that. That's a sign of the standing of the person. An intentional act is can be just the act itself at that moment. It doesn't show where the standing of the person is. Whereas a accident means that it comes. It's more the level of the person that shows that the person's level is actually not in a healthy place so that accidents like that happen. In a way, the Rebbe explains that a suffolk accident, the person isn't even certain that he needs to, it doesn't, that needs to regret it. He doesn't even touch him even as much as a 
definite accident because definite accident he he um, he realizes and that is something which uh, he's he's not happy with but in a non certain uh, sin in Atashem Tolui he's not even it's not even not agreeing with him so in a sense he is even on a less a lesser lower level in that crate and that's why the carbon needs to be fixing a much deeper problem there's a long arichas over there in uh, in Chelek Aleph well, I think Chelek Aleph or Chelek Gil so anyway so Rashi said so Rashi Rabbi Yisai Glili Oymer Rabbi Yisai Glili says Hare Akosov Onash as Mishel Yoda the Torah punishes Calls it a punishment. The uh, carbon is calls it a punishment. Uh, punishment. He has to spend money to to make the carbon. That's Mishnah Yada, one who didn't know. Allah has come of a kamoshi anishes sheyeda. So how much more so Hashem will punish those who do know? So that's tell us that we have to be careful when we know about an uh, an amir. Why do we need psukim to tell us sheyanishes sheyeda? Pasuk doesn't anish it. The anish comes. The Torah says that the person has to bring the karm. It's not somebody anishing him. The Torah gives him an instruction that he has to make up for it. So the one that yoda, the Torah also prescribed him a. Uh, what does it mean? She yanish, yanish. What is it? Onash. We need the pasuk. The pasuk requires that he needs to have a punishment. Why do we need a kamachem? We're trying to figure out what does it mean. Allah has come kama. She yanish that he will punish. I mean, it says the chadapasik. And then yet again, based on the mentioned before, what does mean Allah has come a kamu she yanish she yoda? We just, in a way, it's not Allah has come kamu. The yoda is only punishable by a chatas, which is less expensive than the amount of money that Hashem told me. Anyways, go weiter. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says, in Avshach Leida, Rashi goes here on a tangent on the side, I think there's a seal that Rabbi explain all these details, why Rashi goes and explains here at length. Rabbi Yaisi says, in Avshach Leida, Matan Tzchoren Shal Tzadikim, if you wish to know what is the reward given to Tzadikim, Tzayu Lamad Me Odom go and you can learn from Odom he was only commanded on a one, on a prohibition, actually one prohibition that he shouldn't eat from the tree. We call it zagon techel. He told him not to eat, and yet So from this we can see actually Rashi learns that. Kolitzagon Teichel is not a mitzvah to eat from there, it's just he's allowed to eat, so he only has one mitzvah slices, the Rashi says. In this, in this, for Ela mitzvah And he transgressed it. So the A, Kama mitzvah nipnesu alav ladoyus. See how many deaths were punished for him and for generations. Because the Misa came into the world is through his transgression of the Laisasa. But this fact that he only had one Laisasa is actually a reason to punish him more, in a way. 
he transgressed this one license that he has, so he deserves maybe punishment. As opposed to when a person has many mitzvahs license. So what is it such a kabachimer over here? The Rebbeis is trying to bring out, look at the Marish, he only had one, he was not on the command of one mitzvah and what is he trying to say? We that we are doing, we have a lot of mitzvahs leisesses, and therefore what? Therefore, uh, we are, uh, you know, he, he was more punished. But anyways, what I was trying to learn now, which measure is greater? Shall toiva or shall puranus? The good measure or the punishment measure? Then you would say the good measure. And we had already like Leal of Doir that uh, that the Midah Toivim Ruva like it's the Rashi brought it down in the Chumash before, say in the Aseres uh, Adibris in Parshas Yisrael and later on in uh, Kisisa over there by the Yudgim with Sarachamim Rashi brings down that uh, it's 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 how many times more is Midah Toivim Midah Peronis is Midah Toivim Ruva. So Ayoshev Loi Min Happy Gulim Vahanoi Sodis one who sits sits probably he prevents, he does not do pigul. Pigul is to uh, think about the korbonis uh, to eat it after after this man or outside of the place that is allotted to it. And uh, stop from having left over the korban is not to have left over. And one of fasting kipper. I don't know how he got these two extremes from not thinking pigul and noiser. I mean, why should he? But you know, I mean, and fasting and kipper. I mean, why? Why these two? Okay, but we have to look into all these details. Is Arachas coming for Kamos? How much more so? She is loyal the race of he will marry for him and for his generations. For his generations, generations. That he's going to merit. So over there, uh, the punishment came for generations. So the good certainly comes for all the end of generations. That that get that that the person gets. Rabbi Kiva says The pasuk says in Dvarim Yudzayin Vav Apishnai made the Meshloisha Edim that a testimony takes place by two or three witnesses. So then the question is in Miskayemes Edus Bishnayim if the testimony is accepted with two. So what did the Torah have to detail, say, also three? Two, of course, three is, is good. But the Torah is bringing in the third one, to be stringent on this third witness, and to make his judgment, just like these, the other two, with regards to punishment, and to uh, being mazim them, to proving them as false witnesses. The din is that if you have two witnesses that later on are proven to be uh, disproved, 
their testimony. So the Torah says that you do to them like they wanted to do. And they're punished by the way they wanted to do. So if there's two witnesses already there giving false testimony, and a third one participates, so the third one can say, I didn't do anything because these two were going to convict him anyways. So therefore, once they were Muslim, I should not be part of their team and I shouldn't be punished because they, regardless of my testimony, they would have uh, convicted the other person because two is enough. And the Torah says, Apish to tell you, no, that the third one is still equally responsible, even though he is only an addition it's not up to him. They would have been convicted anyways. So what do we see from this? In Kachiv, so on the Shakosov, the Torah punishes to one who participates, who's an accomplice, to those who transgress a sin as if they did the sin themselves. This third one who comes to added to the two is merely an accomplice, and yet he gets punished like the equal to the two. Allah has come of a kama. How much more so? Then Hashem will send pay good reward. Linitpolo is a mitzvah to one who is uh, goes along and follows along to those who do a mitzvah, even if he himself doesn't do the mitzvah, he's just as a third, like to the two witnesses. But he goes along with those who do the mitzvah. Maybe it could have been done without him, so he's not really. Uh, doing the mitzvah. It's a mitzvah as if he's doing the mitzvah. Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah, Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah says, Ki siktzer ketzircha basodeh. If you cut the cut in the grain, v'shechachto imer basodeh, you forget, and no imer in the field. It's a posik in dvarim chadal posikites. So what does the posik say? What happens? How do you imer? So what does the posik say? L'man yivarechecha. Hashem will bless you. So what do we see here? That Kova Akosuf Bracha, the Torah has given, the, 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 determined the blessing, to a person who happens to have on his hand a mitzvah without knowing. Emer Ma'ato. So now we can say, If a person has a bundle in his corner of his garment, he has a selah, he has a coin, a shekel. And the poor person finds it and he fed himself, he sustained himself with it, or he had his life with it. So then HaKadosh Baruch Hu sets him a blessing for him. What is the exact uh, uh, connection over here? Well, we're trying to say that for a Suffolk Aveda, you still get punished. So this brings about that uh, how much for good uh, you should uh, be blessed and get all the goodness out there trying to think. But the first, uh, Rabbi Yaisi was talking about the severity of uh, punishment. I mean, Rabbi Yaisi Then Rabbi Yaisi came all around and he was trying to tell you to find out how much uh, reward you get from the penalty of, from the punishment of Odom. Uh, and Rabbi Akiva come to say that you see how much uh, good you get from the punishment 
Avdeidim Zemim. And as Ben talks about the blessings that come even when doing something unknowingly. Alright, there's a loose connection here a little bit, Ben Rashi, the whole thing, unusual way for Rashi to get into this whole thing. So what happens to this person who doesn't know if he did an Avera or not? He doesn't know if he did something which is by Mezid Kodis. So the Pasig, Behevi Ayil Tomim, he should bring a whole Ayil, that's a two-year-old uh, from the Minat Soin, from the sheep. The Erkecha, uh, now, again, as I said before too, but it seems to be almost obvious that I'm not sure that Soin could be either one. The Ayil is either a sheep or a goat. I'm not sure. An Ayil is, well, it's Minat Soin, it's from the sheep. Actually, the Ayil is a Kevis, is not a, is a Kevis. Um, it's a male Kevis, and uh, Rashi says it's uh, before it's two years old. And this um, uh, undefective, the Ayil Tomim, undefective ram from the sheep is Be'erkecha, uh, has to be uh, with the value La'osham. Uh, uh, for a value for a osham offering, as the pasuk I shall say, like we said before in pasuk Tazvav, that it has to be shtei shkolim, and he should bring that el hakoyin to the koyin. and the koyin will atone for his shogi for his accident that he has done. But even though he's not sure, he doesn't even know that he's done done it. And this will forgive him. And this is what I said before that even though, and I'm going to say here, that even though he didn't know, he still needs atonement. In the value that it says above, the Pasuk says above. So the Pasuk says that he doesn't know, but if he knows, after a time, even though he has already brought this carbon, then his capital of Oshem He has not been atoned for with this Oshem. Until he brings the Chathos. What is this compared to? To the Egla whose head is chopped off in the place when they found a body and they don't know who killed it. And the Pasuk describes the, uh, that they bring the Egla and they uh, do the procedure over there. So Egla Rufshin is Arfa, that after they did that procedure, they chopped off the head of the Agola to a foreign atonement. And then you find the Eirik, he gets killed. So therefore, here too, this is only a temporary, and Oshem told but once we found out that he actually did the sin, somebody testified, tells that that piece that he ate was the Chalef piece, then he's going to have to bring the Karmachatas afterwards. Pasikutes Osham Osham Hu. It is a guilt offering. It's a guilt offering. Osham Osham Lashem, because he had incurred guilt before Hashem. Osham Hu Osham Osham. So Kadashi Arishen Kuloi Kometz. The first one is all Kometz Osham. 
Shushem Dover, that's a noun. Ba'achron, and the last one, Osham, is Chatsi Komet Vachatsi Patach. Osham, Shuloshem Paul, he has made out of guilt. So what is the Pasuk trying to tell us here again? It's an extra Pasuk, there's no need for this verse. It's already been uh, expounded in Teres Koinim. Strange way Rashi to put it. In this case it's like a whole big Pasuk, without a need. It says it's in Teres Koinim. Osham, Osham, Lahavi, Asham Shivcha Harufa, that's coming to the, include the osham that one brings the for a the sin of a shifcha harufa. Later on in Vayikra in Perikutas Posik Chov, the Posik talks about when a man has a relationship with a shifcha nacharefes liish, and that means that she was a uh, betrothed to a uh, avid ivri. Uh, who's a chatzi, uh, she's a chatzi, a shifcha chatzi, but in any event, the Pesach of Allah said, Ve'evius Hashem, La'ashem el-Pesach o'il mo'yed, el-Oshom. And we were talking about el-Oshom v'ne'ashem. So that shifcha harufa, that also, that Oshom, that she'yei a'il ben shtei shonim, it should first of all be an isle of two years old, but that's in the parenthesis in the Rashi over here because in this pasuk it also doesn't say that it's ben shtei shonim. That we know what an isle is. Rashi touched, but it has to be shabesh shtei That's what we learn over here. So that osham is trying to tell you about the other osham. So the fact that it says osham who that is excluding. The Asham Nozir and Asham And the fact that it's saying Oshem Osham, that is coming to include Asham Shem Chacharuf. Posikhof, by Dabra Hashem Amishalim, Hashem speaks to Moshe saying, Posikhof Aleph, Nefesh ki secheto umola mal bashem. Similar to Loshem before umola mal by Pikodin. Rashi says, uh, over there the violation is changed, but here it means that the person sinned and as Rashi is going to explain, it violated Hashem um, because Hashem witnessed this, uh, there were no witnesses there and Hashem witnesses this and he trusted him because Hashem was witnesses in there and then at the end he sins and he's violating in Hashem by vikichesh ba'amisoi. He is denying his uh, his other fellow uh, man the pikodin. Either the other one gave him a deposit. He's denying that he has his deposit, or he's given him money either as a loan or to do business with. Uh, or um, or he uh, stole from his friend or he uh, withheld uh, payment uh, funds from his friend for payment for work that he did for him uh, and the Torah is going to and then he swears uh, falsely 
so then the Torah is going to say that he has to bring a carbon later, eventually if he admits. So this is talking about intentionally, a person is intentionally lying, and he's denying it. He's denying that he owes him the money. We'll see in the next Pasik. Nefesh ki if he sins, and then the Pasik continues, he violated the violation against Hashem, by denying his friend. Why is the Pasik saying? I mean, he's violating against the person, not Ba'ashem. Um, and the Rashi says, For anyone who lends and borrows, the one who takes, the one who gives, uh, doesn't do it but, all in general, doesn't do it, but with witnesses and a document to record it. So, Lefikoch, at that time, is Manshu Mekachesh, so if the person is denying, he's not denying Hashem. Mekachesh Be'edim Bishtar, he's denying the witnesses and the document. But one who deposits by his friend, he doesn't want that nobody should know about it. Just the third one amongst them, which is HaKadosh Baruch So Lefikoch, therefore, when he denies Mekachesh B'Shlishi name, he denies it in the third one of them. So it seems from this Rashi, that the Mola Mal Ba'ashem only goes on the Pikodin. Because Rashi says the Malvel and therefore then shtar. And here we talk about a situation where he could deny the Adam and the Shtar. It seems almost clearly that there's a chilik between the Pikodin. Well, even the other cases is Edim and a Shtar. What is, how can it be Mekachesh Edim and a Shtar? We can't be Mekachesh. We believe the Edim and Shtar. What does it mean? And According to this, we have to touch that the Molamal Bashem is only on the Pikotin. We have to look into this further, but I, I noticed that the Pirusha Taz, that the Taz says that the Hakhosha Be'edim is talking about the case of Rabchia, uh, Rabchia Kamaisa, in which the person demanded a hundred, and he says, I only owe you fifty. Uh, the Edim by Edim I say Chamishim that he has to switch later Egdeila Haydos Pim Haydos Edim because if he admitted in fifty he'd be a Meidim Mixes now that he's being forced by the Edim he has to also swear and he'll get away so that would be a Tichesh Ba'amisay he swore falsely you know in the case when the Edim were Mechayevim. Also, I said, unfortunately, talk a lot about it. Go weiter. Fikoch bet sumas yod. Sumas yod means she shom miyodei momen lisasi kebimilva. He placed money in his hand. 
either he should do business with the money or he loaned him the money. So give him the money. I be gozel. Gozel means that shegozel miyadei klum. He stole something from him. Uh, that too would be a molamal b'ashem mechayda because there is no aidim in that case. That's the payment of a worker that you hired. And you're not paying him. So in all these cases, you deny it by a shvu and posik of Or you found a lost article, and you deny that you found it, and now you swear falsely that you for you deny it. In certain the cases that uh, you would be chayv shvur. Alachas mikor lashiyasa ha'odom on one uh, of these that a person uh, would do lachte behena to sin with them. Meaning one of these mentioned before either aveda or gzeila or kichbar uh, so uh, one of these that a person does uh, sins by the by denying it. That he denied one of these. That the person does moment to sin to swear falsely to deny money. And these are talking about situation where the person would have to swear. Well, made him swear. Uh, either it was a made a mix us, whatever the case was that he has to swear. So Pesukov Gimel, and then he swore falsely. Pesukov Gimel, but he and he tried to get away from money. And Rashi mentioned before the Kfiras Mammon in the earlier Rashi. Pesukov Gimel, and it'll be that when he sinned and he's guilty. Behavior means he will recognize that he sinned and he wants to do tshuva and he's guilty. So he should return the gzela. Rashi is going to explain this. They should return the gzela that he stole. Or the oishik, uh, the money that he was held to pay the worker. Or the deposit that was deposited with him. Or the uh, lost object that he found. The puzzle turns around a little bit, the lotion over here, uh, but uh, it leaves out totally the sumasyod. Uh, how the order is a little reversed, and in Gzela, Oishek, and Pekodin, and Aveda, uh, not the way it was brought down before, but certainly the um, it's missing over here the Sumas Yod. Um, when the person will recognize by himself to return, to repent, and to know and to know and to recognize here and to confess that he has sinned and he's guilty. So, meaning when the person knows, he realizes that he must confess that he has sinned, that he's sinned and that he's guilty, and then he is going to 
have to do this to uh, make good. Pazukhov Dalad. Oy Mikola Sheri Shovalov Sheker, or anything else that he's sworn falsely. Don't know what other cases Rashi, what the Pasuk is trying to add over here, but it seems like there's could be many other cases or uh, other cases. Shavala Sheker. Bishilam Oisoi Biroishek. So he needs to pay him on the top. Him and the top meaning on the top, Vishilam Oisoi uh top means the principal. Bahamishisov uh and uh fifth yes of Olaf should add to it. So the principal plus a fifth, Lashir Huloi, uh to the one uh who it really belongs, the one who owes the money, Yitnanu should give a Yoim Ashimasai on the day of his guilt. Biroishoi, which means Biroishai Hua Keren. Roshan means you should pay the Keren, that's the principal, that's Roshan Mame, that's the top of the money. Vechamishisov, I should say, Vechamishisoi, Vechamishisov, Rivso Toira Chamishis Harbe the Keren Echad. The Toira added many fifths for one principal. Sheim Kofar Bechoimesh, if after being, admitting uh, the fifth, admitting, not pleading the fifth, but he admitted the whole thing. So yeah, he was he was had to pay the fifth, and then he denies that he owes the fifth. When he when he swears, and then admits, maybe will be a fifth for that fifth. And every time that he denies that fifth, until the principle that he is swearing to him was that principle at that particular time that he is denying him comes less than a pruta. Then you don't have to swear anymore. Lashir Huloi, Zakrashi, Lemisha Maman Shaloi, to the money belongs to him. Pasik of Hay. So this is from the payment. This is Hashem Gizelus. Yovil Hashem. She bring to Hashem. Ayil Tomim, again, a ram, a two year old ram, a hold. Min Hatsoin, from the sheep. It's a sheep of two years old, a male sheep, two years old. The Erkicha Le Osham El Akoyen in the value, as we said before, the value of the Osham, which is the two Sloim, the two Shkolim, he gives it to the Koyen, Posik Chavvav, the Chipral of Akoyen, Livnei Hashem, and the Koyen will atone for him before Hashem, Benislach Loi, and he will atone for him, Al Achas, Mikoyel Asheyase, on any one of those that. Uh, will do to be guilty and curing guilt for this so he's going to atone for that and the carbon is going to make up after he does the payment then the carbon will forgive